Hello and welcome to the Free Midfield Podcast, the podcast where three friends have their dreams being professional footballers dashed away as children, or one of both was confined to a wheelchair and the other two discovered food, have their say on the Premier League. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we have two guests joining us this week. Busy podcast. Busy, busy podcast. One from Newcastle. Craig, how you doing, sir? I'm not too bad, guys. How are you all doing? Yeah, we're good, man. We're, <laughs> we're good. good. Yeah. We're good. And if you, you've heard that voice, it's Derek. Hey. Derek's man. What's up, man? What's up? We're good. You yeah. good? Yeah, I'm really good. I'm actually very excited. You got us 29 views in the last one. Uh, Not as good as the, f- the first. Yeah. Uh, you're slipping. You're slipping, Derek, man. You, 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 you be giving me so, so much pressure, man. So basically, what you're saying is I should bring my boy here to get us views. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so, uh, we'll start with... Uh, do you want to start with Newcastle? Nah, we, nah, nah, we're kidding. We, we should, start we, with Saturday. We should race through all the, other, uh, all the games. <laughs> and then let's just let our guests from Newcastle. So yeah, keep, keep, me, keep me stewing because the, long, the longer I wait, the more rant I'll do. Cool, cool, that's good. That's right. We'll start with Saturday. And it's first game, was it first game Saturday? No, West Ham Chelsea. <laughs> 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 Finish 2-1. Uh, Zarate and Carroll got on the goal sheet for West Ham. Oh, Carroll, one of your favourite sons, Craig. And uh, who is it? Cahill got on the, uh, not me, goal sheet <laughs> for... <laughs> you don't play something back for Chelsea. Though, for Chelsea, no. Matic got a record as well. Um, even though he didn't start, like, he didn't get a score sheet, he started. Paye did his job, did his did business. One of the signings of the season so far. This is what I was saying just before the podcast. That I think he's probably the most outstanding footballer. Payen at A. How do you pronounce his name from Swansea? AU. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pair of them have been excellent signings, especially since AU was on the free as well. Yeah. yeah. And Payu was. Payu? Wow. Payet was 10 million. Five goals, three assists, and he's completely revamped that one time attack. Mm. Mm. Just for comparison, Florian Torvan was like 33 <laughs> and Remy Cabella. <laughs> Great, great, great. Did they play for the same team? Um, no, uh, Cabello was from Montpellier and Tauban was from Marseille. Yeah, but yeah, Payet and Tauban um, both played for Marseille. Oh, right, Payet, yeah. sorry. Um, not too sure. I've... Yeah, he did, he did, he did. They both played under Bielsa and, like, Steve McLaren. <laughs> one person adapted, <laughs> the other didn't. Yeah. Well, they're doing the job, man. They are doing the job. What is it? So. First goal, um, Zarate broke the deadlock, of course. Four goals in his five, first five starts. He's really doing well. Two yeah. goals against two other teams this season. Um, also, fucking no man at the post for, for the corner. The Chelsea just don't let defenders at well, you say that. So the corner found its way through the box, found Zarate, and he smashed it into um, Begovic's near post. I mean, Begovic should have done better there. Yeah, keep us at near post. It's just, seems cliche of rule number one. Shouldn't be being at your near post, but it, well, he struck it really well. Man. Mm. Gotta give credit. The point is, yeah, flipping what's his name? Who was the manager last season? Was Salah the best? Yeah. He was going to sell him, wasn't he? Zerata, he longed it. He longed it. Yeah, he longed it. Yeah, he did it. Oh, that was when he uh, got accused of 19th century football, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what Aladdin's yeah. doing, though. He, he, he has a really poor history with their players. 
Barry, you know, JJ Kocha. That's the only person, man. That's the only person. For a long time. Bolton legend. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, a few minutes later, that Zuma goal. Oh, no goal. If you go by goal yeah, line, like, Jesus Christ. Play? That was close, though. Was it like two centimetres away or something? I think it was left. Yeah. Like, what, two millimetres away, man. That's peaking. Oh, <laughs> my God. You just know somewhere, like, Mourinho's uh, repeatedly watching the footage, trying to see if it really constantly like, <laughs> completely different angles. Because it's going to bring up um, Luis Garcia again. Yeah. Oh, Jesus, yeah. He's going to go against the campaign against Chelsea, kind of, that he keeps banging well, in- about. With Jose's conspiracy theories, I can just imagine him sat in the dressing room with a TV going... Yes, it's, it's over the line. It's the TV that hits you now. It's the TV. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, well, he's got more fuel to that um, conspiracy for you, Fire. He ch- Fabregas had the ball in the back of the net. I think a few minutes after that, but he's ruled out offside, even though finest margins again. I think it was offside, you know. Yeah, yeah, it was offside. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a good catch. You can catch it by that one. Yeah. But the thing is, though, we'll that, pops. As, as much as that was. Questionably onside, you can also say it was offside. So it was one of those ones that we did go mm. to the referee's discretion. His knee and arm was over the, the imaginary lap. What a laugh was, they're just they're saying, let me get to the radio in it. So let's let that happen. Alright, so um, we get gone past that. Fabregas found in there. Matic got himself sent off. Like, can I say something? This season, Matic's like, decision making as a defensive midfielder has been so bad. Like, it's been like, awful. Yeah. Last year, he was arguably the best defensive midfielder other than Sergi Baskets. And now, he's getting himself sent off making tackles he doesn't need to make. Is that so, not the second time he's been sent off this season? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. first one was against Swansea. Yeah, yeah, it was against Swansea. Yeah. When then, uh, Meridio was hung him out for dry. Yeah, yeah. The thing is, with, the, with, with Matic's second foul, Aspilicueta was covering right behind him. <laughs> he didn't even need to touch him. I have no idea what he's doing. <laughs> really, really, lads? We're going to say did, uh, an unnecessary foul after this weekend. It was me. What about you had that ball covered? But that's a different. That's a different story from the other one. Boy, yeah. that was an emotional moment, wasn't it? So let's get let's get to Mourinho now. Derek sees Derek, yeah, buying his lip. That's so apparently, Mourinho got sent sent to the stands because. Very nice dream. Very nice dream. Yeah. Mourinho got sent to Sam because he barged into John Moss's office. And uh, he par- apparently, he said, uh, when goes right about you, you're fucking soft. <laughs> <laughs> what do you make of that? <laughs> you know what, yeah. Not, let's forget the John Moss situation for a second. Let's forget that they lost the fifth game before November. Let's forget all of that. Let's just get to the point of they're the defending champions. Okay. What the hell is happening at Stamford Bridge? I need to know. Because, no, no, it's getting, that, it's, that getting out, it's getting out of hand. No, no, it's getting out of hand because the beginning of the season, everyone was saying that, every pundit was saying that this team is the defending champions and they're the favourites to win it. And rightly so. You look at that team, they've got Eden Hazard, they've got Fabregas, they've got Matic, they've got... They had they had they had the best defense last season. Oh, Pedro now they have a great team and I don't but understand. Yeah, Ryan Hazard and Pedro supporting Costa. It's absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. And you got Falcao and let me not get to Falcao because that guy is finished. He needs to leave the Premier League now. That's one thing. Yeah, you look at I look at this Chelsea squad now and look they ain't making the top four. 
They're not. They're not making the top four. You don't lose five games before before even the Christmas break. It's not even the November yet. Yeah. Halloween hasn't passed yet. You've lost five games. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, and, and the thing is, and and I've heard a lot of people, and we were speaking about this earlier. I've heard a lot of people speaking about David Moyes and about how his season relates to Mourinho's season right now. Well, it's technically not true because even after ten games, Moyes had more points than Mourinho. And plus, Mourinho is still there. Ferguson left, then Moyes came. Mourinho is still there with the defending champions, with a great squad, and you've lost five times before November. But Mourinho has this habit, and it's happened at, it happened at Real. It didn't happen at Inter because he left after his second season, in it, but it happened the first time at Chelsea. In his, in his third season, he just seems to piss everyone off. Real. He fucked off Ramos and Casillas, like two of like the biggest Real Madrid legends in recent memory. With Chelsea's Chelsea in his third season, it's just unraveling, and he doesn't seem to know how to manage a team when they're shit. That is, and that, I think that's what I always want to add because he's never been in a situation quite like this. In a situation, they're in the bottom half of the table, literally, and then they have. I'm struggling to really put into words about what I'm seeing from this team right now because it's absolutely ridiculous. And Eden Hazard is still nowhere to be seen. It's like there's yeah. no one... You yeah. see, he, 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 got, he got dropped last week. But what I don't understand is that yeah. with a team like Chelsea, you look at that team and you think there's so many people, so many players on that team that can literally make a difference like that at a snap of a finger. They can score a goal, they can create an assist, they can make something happen that's impactful. But no one has been able to show up. Brandon Stavrovanovic before injury of got ripped by almost every single left mid- midfielder that they've gone against. Literally. They are the worst, they are arguably one of the worst defensive teams in the league right now, hold after on, being the best on, defensive team. Hold on, isn't there a stat? Really? really? Yeah, you're going to have to play that card with a new castle card. Craig, Craig. Although I do think, statistically, your team has conceded less goals Chelsea. I'm not sure about def- uh, the goals conceded, but I know that in terms of shots faced in the Premier League this season, it goes Sunderland, Newcastle, then Chelsea. Oh my See? days! Oh! Newcastle yeah. and Sunderland are in the fucking bottom two! They're in yep. the bottom two! And the thing is, I can't reiterate enough, this is Chelsea FC. If I was to mention you, they're starting lineup. You got Begovic in goal. Yeah. Who's been a solid Premier League keeper for at least five seasons. True, exactly. true. And you were doing a job at Stoke. Okay. You got John Terry. You got Cahill, you got Kurt Zuma, you got Aspilicueta, who I think is one of the best defensive fullbacks in the game. Future Chelsea captains. Literally, literally. You got Matic. Ivanovic. Ivanovic. You got Fabregas. You got Hazard, William, Costa, Falcao, Remy. Oh, come on. There's so much salt in this round. I'm a Man United fan. I'm happy where they are. But at the same time... I watch the Premier League. I like seeing the challenge. I like seeing when the top teams are doing what they do best. And this team has not yet shown up at all, whatsoever. And it ain't, and literally, they're tanked this season because the moment you lose five games before November, you can't tell me that by the time you get to May, you're not going to lose another, at least another three games. So that's only, they lost five all of last season as a whole. They've lost twice at home. This was, this was a manager who had... I can't remember the length of the streak. They had a very long streak of home wins. I think it was at like 90 games. So he did not lose. He did not lose at home. He went on. And this wasn't just at Chelsea. This was at Inter. And this was at Real. 
he continuously made his home a fortress. People are going to Chelsea and thinking, oh, let's score three at Southampton. Like, people don't respect Chelsea this season. Uh, what happened? I'm hearing rumours that they came back from pre-season a little bit late. But even no, they came back from pre-season fat. Even, but you even, see, have you seen the um, transformation since Costa? I've seen the Costa. They all look fat. Costa is yeah. fat. They look out of shape. And it's like, and a lot of, especially Diego Costa in the interview last week, he was talking about, oh, yeah, we came into the season thing, we could just um, go back to what we were doing before. But it's not that easy when it comes to the Premier League. When have you ever known a, a Mourinho team to have that much complacency? Though? That's what I don't understand. This it's team absolutely never had that complacency. It's absolutely insane. And I think the, the biggest thing about it is that Mourinho signed a new contract this year. Is it four years? Four years. So mm. if they were to sack him, it would be a 30 million compensation. Yeah, not too shabby. He's not going to complain about that. Not that's, at all. That's, Personally, that's just, for the, just for the record, <laughs> just for the record, I don't think that they should sack Mourinho. I think that would be probably the most stupidest thing I've seen. They, they could get Ancelotti back if uh, they hadn't tried him like shit when he was manager. Yeah, there you go. Too. But here's the thing, I think we're all in agreement here that whoever they get realistically after Mourinho would be a backward step. So you're Pretty better off well, you're better off just riding through the shit storm like this season this is Chelsea and rebuilding. because um, Chelsea but, but, but that's the problem, Chelsea don't need rebuilding, they, they need to pick up the arts. Look at this one! There you go. There you go. <laughs> that simple. You can't. The difference between. I'm sorry, I have to go back to this again. The difference between Man United side and um, with Moyes at the helm and the Mourinho. I keep saying it. Mourinho's still there. He hasn't left. So that same mentality, that same leadership, that same mindset of the mind frame of the team is sure still there. Be but it isn't. You just said that Costa came back fat. Hazard came back fat. <laughs> They're not ours. They're not us. This isn't the same Chelsea mentality. Mourinho agreed to team of fighters. This is shocking. And this is why I think they're going to be good because there's no way Mourinho did the manager in the season that he ain't going to charge no, I can out. tell you who's gone. Fabregas is gone. Fabregas, he's a goner. Matic, Matic is probably a goner too. Because of the yeah, yeah, yeah. Matic is gone. Ivanovic is a goner if Mourinho's got any sense. No, he's not. He's, he's there. He's keeping it. So, um... They'll just call in some of the 50 players they've got out on loan. Yeah. To be honest. You just better hope that it'll be Liverpool this Saturday. Hey, but let, we, we need to also give credit to West Ham or too because they pulled off the result. Well, yeah, I was going to say, just go back to the game. I was about to say, they've had, a great, they've had great results against all the big teams this season. Man United hey, to come. Yeah. <laughs> to yeah. come, though. Don't, don't come to my team. Your I mean, team really Arsenal, good. Liverpool, Chelsea, so. City, Newcastle, you know, all the big ones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was funny. It was funny that... Um, Chelsea are the top four, and somehow Leicester and West Ham have stepped into those top four. Spurs, man! are still chilling in their fifth. For sake! This is Spurs' opportunity. I think the most positive thing I can say out of this, not on behalf of Chelsea, but just on behalf of the football fan of the Premier League as well, this is going to be a very open top four challenge. A very, very top. There's a lot of teams that can really Should be seeing this and thinking, we can actually make the Champions League this season. Should be really interesting. West Ham v Stadium UTV deal. That's what I want. I'm t- I live Imagine. 10 minutes away from, Strat- from Stratford at the Olympic Stadium. No deal if they make, If they make the Champions League and they get through the playoffs as well, I'm getting a season ticket. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, not, I'm oh. going there. I will meet you at Christmas Station. We'll Do you know? Tuesday night at the Olympic Stadium for a Champions League <laughs> night. They'll possibly get Robert too. 
Yeah, they were presented. They were presented. The before. Shit. Drop my phone. But I seriously think Chelsea, Chelsea's line of them even making a top four challenge is so thin. It's so thin. You're asking for too much to happen. Teams at the top right how, now. How far they? How far they back at the moment? Fifteen. They're fifteen. Uh, points point wise. Points. Um, they're eleven, 11 or yeah. twelve points by City. They are. How many points? They got 11, eleven. Yeah, eleven. Eleven points by City. Yeah, they yeah, have eleven points. It's too yeah. much to ask. It's way too much to ask because even if you try to close the gap at the top, there's still teams around that space that are going to win the same amount of games that they always win. So now the question is, how are you going to be able to go on a run that's going to make you in top four? That's all I've got to say about that team. Man. Let's get back to the game. So, um, second half for Chelsea, they got back into it. Another, another goal from another corner, went through the box. Uh, found his way to the box, found Cahill, not me. I reiterate, not me. Um, he smashed it in, same style of goal, I guess. And then uh, well, when it rains, it pours, apparently. Because <laughs> Andy Carroll... <laughs> Um, <laughs> directed a. You saw how he bullied that split quit Oh my god, that's. It was, it was a great header. The boy, there was one inside the box. He was with Terry. Then he was like, "Nah, you know what? I split quit right behind me." You see him looking at me now, bullying you today. Like, <laughs> You're gonna be my bitch. Yeah. <laughs> he he polarized yeah. him like he was grabbing his shirt, jumping all over him like, "Oh, he, he murdered him." But like, that was, that's just a standard Friday night in Newcastle for Andy Carroll. You just drink himself dead, isn't he? Uh, but um, no, honestly, um, West Ham, West Ham, like the way they set up was um, because I was watching, well, I was watching, I was watching the game, but I was listening to um, some Saturday, and they were saying that they sort of set up in a counter-attacking way that they did against the big sides. They So let Chelsea try and uh, try and dominate the game anyway, but they came and they finished them. So where? All right, yeah. So we've spent. 20 minutes on Chelsea West Ham. Yeah. <laughs> Getting get the Saturday matches out of the way quickly, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to Arsenal Everton. Finish 2 1. Giroud and Koscielny got on the score sheet for Arsenal. Barkley deflected goal, but it still, was still his goal. Uh, Barry got sent off as well. So, swapped Walcott for Giroud. Good tactician that Wenger, isn't he? Oh, don't, don't, don't. Do you know what? Do you know what? Do you know what? I, I have no idea. Dear, how many times me and Michael, especially waste of breath, saying Giroud is a good option for Arsenal fans to have? Is he scored now? I mean, four of his last three. Thirty-six and four. And still, Giroud is getting that. Easy. He's no, he's not good enough to lead a Premier League from like that boy. Yeah, <laughs> after that story record, he's still getting it. Do uh, you know what? Arsenal could not Oh, sorry, but, but sorry. Um, Stoke is just taking me against Chelsea. <laughs> Fuck off, oh, come on. <laughs> yeah. Let's just stick to Arsenal. Let's stick to Arsenal, yeah. I just, I just wanted to. Least team that's been in the <laughs> as, I, as I was saying, Arsenal could not have wished for a better week in terms of their fixtures and how the teams around them went. Um, but Arsenal being Arsenal, their injury crisis will happen between January and March and they'll bottle it. Oh, jeez. Yeah. But you're betting on that, aren't you? Because it happens all the time. Yeah. It happens all the Everyone time. Everyone just can't seem to beat us with the Emirates, dude. Yeah, yeah no. They have made Emirates a fortress this year. But it'll be very interesting to see if they can beat C Emirates. Well, not technically a fortress, because we did lose this one. First game of the season, too. I forgot you, though. But more than anything, you know what? There's one guy I've got to give praise to, and I always criticise him a lot. And it ain't because 
I think the birthday album is actually really good now. Mesut Ozil. I think Mesut Ozil's really shown up in these last four games. Um, especially, especially breaking up the assists, he's leading the league in assists this season so far, and he is a great player, and I really wanted to say that, just to let you know, the praise <laughs> on that behalf, and I do think that the team came up. However, Uh-oh. however, they are playing great football, and we know how Arsenal are, they're a team, that on their day, they can beat anyone, we all know this. The only question Yeah, they beat, about, they beat Bayern Munich last week, so is the only question about Arsenal we all have always had is their mind, is their mentality, and the consistency. Are you what happens when it goes? What games? happens when it goes? What happens when it goes wrong with Arsenal? Seriously. That's the issue. They lose Seriously. one game. When you lose, are you going to be able to bounce? Are you able to, going to be able to bounce back after a loss and come back and win five on the trot straight? It just comes to a uh, uh, thing. Who do you think are the leaders there to pull Arsenal through that? Now they've got check, but do they, do they need a couple more? They do. I, I I feel like on that team, a goalkeeper technically isn't enough because at the end of the day, there's going to be scoring goals through your net. So if you're losing and you're the reason, and you're the guy in goal and he's going past your net, so what, what the heck are you really going to say? And Sanchez and Ozil are great players and they're star quality players, but I don't think they have that lead, that kind of leadership quality. At the I think they've got so, I think they've got the team, but they haven't got the squad, if that makes sense. Like, if a couple of injuries to keep players, uh, they'll be, be fucked. Yeah. Hey, Talking of it, great. Freedom should Wednesday. Is it? Oh my God! Arsenal isn't No, but it's fine, but it's fine, because at the same time, you know how Arsenal fans will say that they're starting out of his name. Yeah, I know. You know how it is. Even though Czech's playing the Mertz Axe It's fine, but um, <laughs> I'm just saying, if they really want to, for me, to be a believer of their team as a title contender team, they really need to be more consistent. Because it doesn't matter. When it comes to the Premier League, this is one thing I've realised since watching it um, and growing up. It never really matters about the first what you do in the first half of the season. It's more about what you do in the second half, yeah. after Christmas. And especially when you have them tough games in March and tough games in um, February, when you're going against the big teams in them crucial games, what are you going to do? I mean, that's the thing of Arsenal. That every, it seemed to have flipped now. We're doing very well in the first half of the season. Usually, we're, we're playing catch-up by Christmas. Mm. And that's why we don't win the game. Somebody's gone off Skype. We'll, we'll get him back. We'll, we'll get Craig back. Though. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Skype's getting a, a bit of a free promotion here. No, that's fine, but I think more than anything, yeah, I do agree, especially they play catch up in the second half of the season. But at the same time, when they brought Mesut Ozil that first year, they were to the table for good first half of the season. For a good first half of the season. So I just think it's a situation where they have to be more consistent. They have to have that right mentality to show that they can be um, Premier League champions because I'm not, I'm not bought on them yet. I'm, I'm just not. I mean, let's get to the game. So um, Everton had a golden opportunity to. Uh, Bloody hell. And he's back. Is he back? Not yet. No. Not yet. So you'll probably hear loads, loads of Skype uh, bits in the video. There you go. Craig, you back? Not yet. Not yet. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, Everton missed the golden opportunity to take the lead when a check parried and then crossed straight into uh, John Stones' path. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll be, am I too slow for you? Nobody wants to hear about how Everton underperformed again for the second week. We're going through the game. I'm alright. Chill. Just disappointed at Everton's performance and don't really want to hear much about All right, so he lacked composure, he struck it over. They paid the price for that mistake when Ozil gets Arsenal. Are you right? Yeah. Cool. Pinpoint cross, straight onto the run of Drew, who's a very intelligent run, by the way. And he. Uh, yeah. He's still average. 
Also, also, fuck Delafave. Oh, fuck Delafave. Oh, Shit. Mother oh my god. god. Sometime, I'm sorry, I have to criticize Tim Howard because I want to know what the heck he was doing. Do you see why he went? It was a beautiful place for and I agree with that at the same time. The guy was flat forward until it literally passed him, and then he decided that, oh, the ball's gone past him. Let me just try and. Yeah, no idea where it was coming exactly. from. Exactly. And the thing with Arsenal, this is one thing I've realised about, about this team, is when they score a goal, they're quickly looking for the second and the third and the fourth. So if they go on that kind of route, then it's good that Barkley scored that goal just to kind of cool down the game. <laughs> because when Arsenal get on fire, they're, going, they're unplayable, literally. Like you said, Barkley got on the uh, goal sheet as well. Bit of luck deflected off uh, Gabrielle. No, 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 no. It wasn't lucky. Are you trying to tell me you purposely did? No, 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 no. You back, Craig? Yeah, we're back, man. Beautiful. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah un- under that goal, right? Um, you create your own luck. Gabriel's an idiot. I don't care. You stuck, uh, I might be being harsh, but you know what? He stuck out that lazy leg muscles. I don't like the Yeah, true. We're bad defending in that sense. Yeah, yeah. Well, so the shot. But other than that, the shot, yeah, the was, yeah, the shot was not a dangerous shot. But when you're a defender, you leave a lazy leg out like that. Anything can happen with the ball. Mm-hmm. And he got, pun- the exactly, he got punished. Exactly, he got punished for that. So I'm going to have to fuck Gabriel on that because as a defender, you should never do that. It's the same shit that um, Nashley did against Man United. And then Prince got that pretty yeah. yeah. You know? Nice. And, but that's a, that's a problem with Arsenal defenders in, in general this season because how many times have you seen that Skoshoni take his back to the ball? The most overrated defender in the Premier League. Yeah. Well, he's good. He's good. Oh. He's good. Straight up. If you look at social media, there are people talking about Koscielny that support Arsenal. And he's the best big slash bread. He ain't. He ain't. Two Darius points. Malshoney, innit? Two Darius points. Oh, my gosh. Two Darius points. I had to block someone. Use your words. I had to block someone on Saturday night because they said that. They remind him of uh, Tony Adams. That's, Fuck off. That's when you block people. What? Oh. what I mean? Nah, that's, that's why you draw the line. <laughs> <laughs> you see what I mean? So, Arsenal, yeah. Arsenal fans are so they're so begging for that great commanding leader in the back or that great uh, player in the midfield now that every time a player is having a good spell, they're, they're the new X person, the new Y person. Koscielny being the new... Um, yes. And the new Steve Ball, Mark or Tony Adams kind of thing. Yeah, it yeah. always it happens all it happens all the time. You, that, that season where Ramsey went through that goal scoring period where he was really effective against. That amount of times we saw that Ramsey's Ramsey new scores. Fuck! And he's my favourite footballer of all time. And people trying to tell me after one season, one season, that he's he's the new scores and Koscielny's done with Adams. <laughs> what does that mean, Cockers and Vieira? Vieira was bully cockland at the pitch. Vieira is peak. So what Paul Arsenal needs to do is... Vieira now. Vieira now, probably. But, <laughs> probably just not job. At the same time, as much as I hear what you're saying, I'm I'm really not going to try and discredit what Arsenal are doing right now. I am not, but I'm just saying, sense. stay grounded. I, I know, I know. I, I definitely agree with that. Do you, do you not feel, though, that these defensive problems are, are being a little bit... They're, they're highlighted because at the same time, I, I really thought there was chances in the second half. I remember watching the second half mainly when I got home. So I just got home from work and I said, alright, you know what, let me just watch the second half and see what's happened. I was watching that game and there were moments in the game where Arsenal easily could have put the game to bed and they don't. And that's an issue that they've always had in terms of converting and finishing chances. But they could, they, they're one of the highest in the league when it comes to chances created, especially when you've got Ozil on the team as well. Yeah. There was, there's plenty of chances that they get. At the same time, 
There was two moments, especially with um, Lukaku's miss. Lukaku, the other thing. Lukaku's miss. The Lefebvre's oh. miss was absolutely, absolutely, absolutely ridiculous. That was in no way a great there was so many, was there, was so many, there was so many ways that he could have taken that and put that game to put, bring him back to a draw as well. So, at the he same time, it. there's highlights. There was highlights of, of Arsenal's defence, and which is true. You see that in games all the time, but there's, but it's situations that teams never are able to convert the chances that they get it from, yeah. So Arsenal are always going to get that slate clean by beating them because they score more goals than them in the bunches that they score. So I just think it's a situation where, as much as you might think he's overrated, I really think he's a really good defender. I think Gabriel's a really good defender. He pulled a great tackle in that game in the closing minutes. I thought Gabriel was a better defender than Koscielny. Because he, he put it, he put it absolutely. You got to think how hard it is for defenders to adapt to a new way of playing, and uh, you got to be honest with yourself. Gabriel was really effective. <laughs> Look what Arsenal are now. Arsenal fancied themselves now for the first time in a long time. So it's like, no, but uh, like be, be, because um, in the last few seasons, there's been four problem positions for the Arsenal side. There's been goalkeeper, there's been striker, there's been defensive yeah. midfielder, centre half. They brought Czech, they brought Gabriel, Cotterland's been a revelation, and now Giroud and Walcott are both stepping up. Yeah, exactly. The problem positions have seemingly been solved. And Ojo's playing some of the best football at Arsenal so far. He's going to get the. That, that doesn't take much, to be fair. Yeah, it's, <laughs> true. it's true. But I, I know he's definitely going to get, finally get his first double digit season under Arsenal and this season, without a doubt. Um, and with Chelsea's collapse, they actually have the best chance of winning the Premier League this season. And Especially since Man City are going to be rebuilding. Man United exactly. are rebuilding. So if they come really sees the opportunity to really mount a challenge because they're a really good team on their, on their day. But if they can keep that level of consistency, there's no telling what this team can do this season, man. Yeah. They can actually win it. Do you know what that means for Arsenal fans around the world? They will come out hiding and they will bollock us for the My is Imagine if he has more on Twitter. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Did you see him tweet, when go outstanding? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll end it on that one. We'll go to a... Uh, we talking about people needing needing to stay grounded. Oh, Aston Villa, Swansea. Mm. Your friend Michael John Joe Show. Yeah, he's not my boy. Don't ever. <laughs> uh, finished two one. Yeah, the tail. Yeah, yeah. The tail two one. The tail of the house. Both I got on the goal sheet. Uh, Andre Al's first goal. Oh, not Andre. Jordan, sorry. Jordan. Getting no, a, getting nice, next up. Nice little diving header in the back corner. Yeah, so the finish. Um, can I just say he's gone. <laughs> And I told everybody he would. Mm-hmm. Who's that, Darren? Tim Sherwood. Yeah. He's an absolute charlatan. You're easier. Because, what, he's only, he's in the job. Yeah. Yeah, because um, his first one last first what, four months and then he got dashed because obviously because she was dark, so that's good. Mm-hmm. And then uh, this was his first proper job. He's been in eight months now, hasn't it? Yeah. Came for the rest of the season in, um, I think, was it March at Villa? But on the FA Cup final, to be fair. Yeah, so yeah, but you've got, you've got you've got to look at Sherwood's record after the initial. This guy. Oh, they they. After the after the the. Um, yeah, I just had an FA Cup final. They got they locked in with a match to this. Exactly. Yeah. Look up after the new the new manager effect wore off. They just look dire. It's absolutely horrible. I I tried to give him a chance on the basis that he's only been like every time he's got a job, it's always been the last one of the season. So this was his first time. Starting, starting. Uh, yeah, exactly. At the same time, but but mate, oh, the thing is, he's read that night. He's read that night. You know the thing that's crazy, 
you're not looking as crazy about Tim Sherwood, but I'm, I'm looking at his record. But I said, look, you know that man didn't even win 10 games with that team? Bro, you know what? Villa... He has, he has. Oh, almost as bad a record as Paul Abbott. The only difference is Paul Abbott playing for the I was going to get on that. I was going to get on that. <laughs> Villa, Villa, Villa haven't had an issue for years because they've only won 20 after the last 81 home games. Yes. <laughs> so, now I'm thinking, now I'm thinking, no matter who you out. get as a manager, you are dying as a club. There's talks of Remy Gard going here. Yeah, but he don't want to get him because he don't want to give him a coach. But this is the thing. Remy Gard, legal manager. They, yeah, they want Remy Gard. Yeah, but the owner said that they're not releasing one of his coaches, and that's the reason why he doesn't want to take the job. Yeah, but this is the problem with this one's many, many problems together. Um, alongside some shovels, their recruitment for the last four or five years has been piss poor. <laughs> like, oh, well, oh, they went through, they went through like a like, <laughs> 2008 phase where they brought in Joe Cole and they brought in um, Kira Richardson. Yeah. They brought in players like Joe Razor Corey that never, never seemed up to it. Despite the hype going into the Premier League, and he brought, he just kept bringing on players that just didn't really look like they had. And I'm not going to progress you forward. You're just playing. Yo, it's weird. Now they've got Lescott playing in their back four. He's dead. Yo, it's weird. He's dead in the water. Yo, it's weird. Um, so mine and Neil, when you're dead, you're a decent side. That I remember when they started off. You feel more than a decent side. That team was pretty damn good. Yeah, they were doing very well in the Premier League, and then they had that little slump, and then they got finished. I think top half of the table was British, and then he got sacked in. No, he left. He, he left. left. Oh, he left. Okay, cool. Because uh, Bradley Lander was giving him a bad you, You've lost. No, I think he got sacked. No, no, he no, left. He, he left, left because he left. Like no, no, I think Bradley Lander sacked him because he. No, no, no. Oh, okay, cool. But Bradley Lander no, no, left because he wanted to put more investment into that team. But yeah, that's right. Yeah. The, right, cool. The necessary so then, to make so it. then you lose your key players, right, to other clubs, and then you start uh, for yeah. a team. Yeah, for a team that's struggling. But <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> you say yeah, those names. The all solid Premier League. And the thing that's worse is that you survive relegation, and then you let go of Fabian Delph and Christian Patekis go, and I then know. you go into the transfer window that you went into. You buy a bunch of players, but none of the players are seemingly replaceable for Benteke and Fabian Delph. So now you've got two core, core oh. players in two core positions have you seen, that are gone. I've seen the issue for Villa for, in, for many years because ever since O'Neill left. For a team that struggles every year, you keep buying young players that are going to behave, having a lot of pressure put on them. To it's too much. Turn up, please. It's way too much. Now, they're, they're uh, depending on 23-year-old Carlos Hill, who hard was getting games at Valencia. Jack Grealish is 19. Adam Traore is 19. I'm not fit. He's not fit. And then you buy a less rocky who keeps getting injured. Rudy Gestet, who's only really proven in the championship. Exactly. Rudy Gestet is just a head and specialist. That's all he is. What's up here? Richards, who I've never ever rated ever. And his captain. Yeah. Do you, do yeah, see, do you see, see the problem? This is, the, this is another thing, though. Do you see the problem? Charlie this club Austin. has been struggling for time. Charlie Austin is, is in the market. And they get they go for Gestet. How much did they go for Gestet? I think upwards of 10 million. Yeah, I think it was 10, yeah. And, and you could have more. You could have got Charlie Austin. Charlie Austin, who's got 18. And... But and then this comes from this comes from one. I mean, you were discussing the whole transfer committee stuff that's going on there. One, I don't like it because, like Sanchez said, as the manager, I don't want to talk to any scouts or any board member about my signings on. I want to draw my targets out, and I want you guys to scout them the ones that I want, and then I want to say I want this player. Okay, cool. But apart from that, they're just struggling to find any sort of direction because that's a really a club that don't know what they want. 
And then they've got an owner who doesn't want anyone to be at the club. He's been trying to sell the club for the past four years. So he's not even committed to the cause anyway. Is that like actually? I think the price has gone down from 200 million to 100 million in like two years. He, yeah, he keeps bringing it down. He, the value of the club's gone. He just want, at one point, it'll be one of those yeah, things. When Martin O'Neill was, when, when was getting them like, in, in Europe every season, the club would have never looked better. Yeah, exactly. But then he just decided, nah, fuck this. <laughs> and the thing that's worse, and I keep saying it, is the thing that's annoyed me the most about this whole transition is one player, Gabriel Abolo. Oh, God. The fact that he's not captain <laughs> of Villa at the moment speaks volumes. It's not about the fact of him not being captain. I forgot he existed, if I'm honest. It's literally the fact that this guy has failed to improve. Year in, he's been, year out. He's been the same player since he was 18 years old. He has been the same 6 out of 10 winger striker for about 8 years now. I don't know if I'm right, you guys can check the stats, you are listening, you can check the stats whenever, whenever I said it, but I'm sure his career high in the season is 12 goals. Let me check that now actually, let's do this. That's absolutely atrocious, honestly, and he was young when he scored in 12 goals. And to see now that you're in a situation where you, you're, you're, they're getting relegated, let's just put that out there first. They're getting really good. They are not staying up. They, they ain't got enough enough quality, enough talent really for the stats. on that team. Really for the stats. Go on. <laughs> Go on. Okay, so his first season, one goal. Next season, nine. 11, 12, 13. Three. Five, nine, four, six, zero. He hasn't scored 100 Premier League goals yet. He's on 75. <laughs> 308 appearances. I mean, he's been he's, he's had a very troubling injury injury. Um, 308 appearances. He's been troubled by injuries. He's had, a tr- he's, a, he's had an injury laden career. But he got, <laughs> At the same time, you've been a starting. Craig, 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 Craig. Craig. Yeah. Um, can you contrast a Bonnehall score record with Sean Aniobi? I knew you were about to ask Sean. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as you were talking about buying average Premier League striker, you hit a hundred. I just thought. Fuck, that sounds like Shola. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for the comparison. <laughs> oh shit, Shola's worse than him. Of course he's worse. Yeah, but he's only a, his career high is 10, another championship. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, he, uh, Shola Amiobi in 14 years scored 53 goals. <laughs> <laughs> With more appearances than. What did this guy do in back? 312 appearances. Oh, How many? 312. Oh, 312 appearances, 53 goals. He's got 50. Like, you know, you know, so wait, wait he left that's, he, that, he scores one goal in seven games. Darren could have a better strike. <laughs> 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 wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Darren Wait, he left Newcastle, what, two, three years ago, right? Um, two, yeah, two, two. End of last season. Okay. Like, sorry, end of 2013 14 season. Okay, so you know he's scored five career goals since then, yeah? Yeah, one for one for Bolton, which was last week. So I don't <laughs> on, on the same weekend, Newcastle didn't score a goal against Sunderland. Um, I scored four goals in Turkey. Went to Crystal Palace for a little bit. Aye? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. You, you just can't get a look, Shola. He's he's just like the puppy you know should have been put down years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get back to the match. So, um, second half, Villa break from an I from Andre Ayew chance. Uh, Greenwich does very well, showed a great domination, drove and drove through the uh, middle of the park, found its way to Abbonlehol, crossed it in for Jordan. Good ball. Good ball. He thought it was Dan Header, wasn't it? Yeah. So, uh, well, 
Oh jeez, what's what's going on? He, he is not. It wasn't a bad video. Oh no! We'll get to that later. I'm sorry, Craig. I'm sorry. Sorry, Craig. We'll, we'll get to that later. Um. Yeah. So good header in, and uh, Sigurd scores a free kick. Do we need to? As he does. Yeah, yeah as exactly. he does. Don't need to say anymore. Yeah. I know people say that was Guzan for goalkeeper. It wasn't. You know uh-huh. what I mean? It wasn't. It wasn't. Uh-huh. I love who said that. At the same time, can we respect Gil people? Yeah, no, no. Gil people should have said, you know, he's a set piece specialist. We all know this. That, that is But the, when I saw that little replay here of the players blaming Guzan, it just said everything I need to know about the squad and how they get relegated. <laughs> <laughs> this squad, is, listen, is a, is a nose that I can. I don't want to even be very savage in what I'm saying, but you can see that nose that the way they're falling down to be the same like to Middlesbrough. Like they ain't gonna see the Premier League again for a long time. Yeah. Look, Middlesbrough, Middlesbrough are decent. I'm going that third way. Leeds. That third Leeds way. That one at 18. So, yeah. Nice, man. Jesus Christ. There's some teams they ain't ever gonna get back in the. Like, this is the last time you're gonna see them Premier League numbers behind the Aston Villa for quite some time, man. Yeah. And then uh, it got worse uh, for. Sherwood's uh, Villa. Not anymore. Not anymore, but Sherwood's Villa. Um, Norton put the ball in on a plate for Andre. He's a uh, older brother, isn't he? Yeah, he pretty much told him you're, you're my younger brother. So yeah, not beat Respect your elders. Yeah, and he... Yeah. Well, he's, he's been calling this. Yeah, he has been. He has been. He's got yeah. all of his feet this time, not his head. Thankfully, thankfully, he got moved back to the week for this game. Because yeah. last game, he got put in the middle and he had no idea what he was doing there. Like, he just looked like... He's more better than the wide man. Exactly. So, um, no, it... it it was. I said, happy not Gary Monk, though. Swansea weren't impressive, but you don't have to be impressive to beat uh, Villa right now. You, you know, that's just how it is. So, um, it, was a, it, was, it was a window going to get. As soon as you saw, as soon as Guppy scored that sex. We just written. You just knew that this is Tim Shaw's last game. Uh, no, Shaw's. The, 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 the greatest thing about it is, who be better to knock him off of the job than the guy who wishes he was as good as? He, you look at the difference between Gary Monk. Man goes to bed saying, oh, which was Gary Monk. Gary Monk is a better <laughs> man. Yeah. He looks like a smart price Damien Lewis. <laughs> he actually does, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, shit. Yeah, oh, I know. You look at Gary Monk and mm. you can see that he's not just a yeah. Mr. Motivator. You look at Sherwood and you could just see he's only a Mr. Motivator. Yeah. The reason why Sherwood, I think what Sherwood like had to do. Like that big head salute he did last season with Adebayo. Yeah. Oh, he did that wrong. It was just sickening. You know what? The thing about Sherwood is um, when he got okay, so when he got sacked, the players were tweeting, "Oh, got it, got it, all that stuff." So, 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 so you know, so you know, he, he whips the players over, but he's tactically inept. So he what you need to do? What you need to do? I know about four formations. Said that last week. Four formations. Let me have a moment for a bit, bro. I know you want to rip him. Let me, let me have a moment. This is the last moment for, on this man, please. Right, we got it now. We got it. Yeah, um, no, he's just he's he's dropped down several levels and just work his way up because right now he's not he's not a prem manager right now. He's not doing it. So there you go. Not doing it at all. A new Premier League manager that uh, has been doing it is uh, I forgot the Watford manager now. Kiki Flores. Sorry, yeah. Um, hundreds game in charge for um, Mark Hughes. It wasn't a happy one, was it? Very good finish. I'm so happy. Very, very good finish. Ah, listen, I'm so happy that guy scored the goal finally. Yeah, finally, yeah. The guy that was having all the fun. Yeah, it was a really good finish for Tony. So, really inconsistent. 
Um, but Mark Hughes has turned Stoke into a team when you don't really have much to say about. No, hello, well, man. Yeah, they don't mean, they just, I was so impressed they with their winner. <laughs> I was so impressed with their winner at, um, at Swansea, and then he come back home to the battalion to go and lose the yeah. one. Yeah, Tony Pulis had a devil of And their squad is, for me, I was saying it to Bomber during the weekend, I think they're just a striker away from really having a squad that could be you a. Don't believe in Juve? I thought well, ask I, everybody out of fact of the players who they believe in Juve. So you get I, players, <laughs> I thought the guy would be Hosei this season because Hosei what? Hosei no 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 I only said that's what I said Hosei oh right 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 not only because he's supposed to be scoring a record for a player that's not in the that high was it Malaga or something? I think Malaga yeah I thought come to a club where he's got Sasha Kiri and all those guys behind him I think he's got Champions League with this and that I think he may be the point they've got playmakers on you've got Anatovic you've got Bojan and you've got Shaquille with it, and you still got Champions League with it. That's what I'm saying. That's All Champions League with it. You know? Literally. So it's disappointing because I thought that kind of attacking but, but they also have Charlie Adam. They still have Charlie Adam. So. It's not Glenn Whedon. They, 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 they sold the Zodli to Sevilla and they're not really. But no, they decided to try and replace it. Not Van Ginkle. Not Van Ginkle. Not Van Ginkle. Not Van They've lost the they've lost the defensive grit under Short Plus has been injured for a while. They look very, 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 very basic right now. That's what they look like. Yeah. Very <laughs> Fair enough. Well good good way for Watford. Uh, they out of the three promoted teams look like they're literally probably the the best chance to stay up. Yeah, of course. So um kind of so. Yeah. Uh, which I'm I'm not even gonna hide how upset I am about that. So yeah, um as you said before, Dini got on the score sheet's first goal in the Premier League, of course. Then uh, I think it was Arnautovic. He had a uh, good chance to give Stoke the not the lead, um, give Stoke the uh, equaliser. So he shot straight the keeper. Yeah, that was the one. Yeah, I don't like his attitude for something. He, he, that's the he's, he's, he's Ibra and that. This is the reason. He's exactly yeah. that. He's Ibra and that. That's what he is. That's it. That's what he is. <laughs> I won't even compare it to Ibra and that. No, no, no. He's, no, no. he's, he's that attitude. That attitude. He's, he's got that attitude. 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 He went to Bremen, into Milan. Didn't get a look in because he thinks he's too loud. No, if you have to be a bit of a bitch, you have to be a bit of a cup. But if you have to be a bit of a bitch, sit down and know who you are. Rebel Morrison. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. He's not played. He's not played. He's two games. He's more of a criminal than a dickhead. Don't take your hand in hand. True. True. Yeah, I know it was Mr. And then Watford... Got their second. Abdi put it away. Yeah, that's finished. Good he's, finish. He got a few goals from his build last year for Watford. He's really, really handy there. Need to quicken up the pace. So we're going to go on to Leicester Crystal Palace now. Varley scored. We're going to the next team. Next Jamie game. Next Norwich game. West. Hey, what are you doing, bro? No, 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 what? We, we, are, we are talking about this game. We are talking about this game. All right. Only a hate. Hey, and then, Craig, what's, Craig, what's your opinion on Jimmy Varley? Jimmy Varley, um, Good player, bit of a racist prick. Um, bit of. He's in a good bit of form, but I, I don't. It'll not last. Thank what you. Kind of, but what kind of a player will he be when he averages out? Is kind of like going to be the indicator of what he's going to be basically. I'm going up in Alan Shearer, I think, just pointing out the obvious and 
getting paid for it, but... Yeah, I've, I've never really rated him higher than an average Premier League footballer. He's in a hell of a bit. He's in a hell of a bit of form, but you know, so is Pat as he say at one point. Yeah. So. <laughs> That's a good it's true boy. True boy. No, no, no. I agree. So guys, he is an he is an okay player, but these two just don't want to give him credit for. No, his no, 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 Michael, have you seen the goals that Vardy has scored lately? But he's scoring. Defending. That's leading to those goals. So wait, wait, wait. So let me tell you something. Cause this is what I don't like. You can't. He'll come back. He'll come back. <laughs> what I don't like is that you know this guy is literally. You know this guy is literally. He's played. He's in the best form of his life. Come from a non-league. I don't care. Wait, he's wait, wait, wait. Hear what I'm saying. Hear what I'm saying. He's he's in company with a lot of great players. A lot of great players, and at the same time, so. Obviously, the form, 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 form is, is temporary. So you yeah. can't see, but you can't say that this, you can't say that this guy is not doing a good job at the moment, man. I'm not saying because it's be stupid. He scored like nine and nine. Nine and nine, but like he isn't. It's hard to plead the case against somebody who keeps scoring every week. But as a footballer, as what he brings to the game, he's lucky he's in a team that will pay to his friends, but he's not. Someone you can suck out of that team and say, yeah, he's still a really good player. You can't say that about him. You back now? That's what. That's my issue. You can't put him out of Leicester and say, he's still be a very good player. You can say that about Morris. You can say that about Cambiasso. Say that about Castellanos. You couldn't say that about Vardy. I don't think he'd be half as effective away from Leicester. Unless he played for a team, he played exactly like that. Yeah. But do you not think they use it? That's why they use it because they use it as a bit too dead that advantage. I've just said if you take him away from the Leicester team, you don't want him to play. The team around him helps him. When he goes to team that, when he goes to team that does that same thing. But they, like the thing is, how many teams play at Leicester in the Premier League? Doesn't matter. I'm asking you a question. Wait. You're asking me if a player. If you went to Arsenal. He wouldn't start. He wouldn't start. No, no, it's not about starting. Campbell can't start. It's not about starting. It's about if he was playing, if he was playing, he had that kind of a system behind him. I don't feel like he'd have the quality and the nerve to play in the big moments Arsenal were playing. There's completely different pressure player for Leicester. I'm not playing that Arsenal will not play under pressure. Yeah, but there's a a completely different pressure. Completely different pressure playing Champions League. I'm not saying. Completely different pressure. This is one week, one game a week. This is not this is not based on what competition they're playing. I'm saying if he had the same amount that the football they're playing, this the football they play. If it was the same, would he not? The football, the football that Leicester play and the football that Arsenal play aren't the same. The reason why Vardy's doing so well is because the football that Leicester play are conducive to his strengths. He isn't that good a player, but he's a good fit. Mm, That's what I'm saying. I hear what you're saying you is the team's being built around him at Leicester, and if he went to a bigger club, it wouldn't. It wouldn't, it wouldn't have that I'm just saying this: like Walcott uses would use this the quality around the playmaking around him would not work with him. That's the that's the question I'm asking. That's at the same time, it's in the manager's job to make sure that every player is able to bring like, the best I, in that particular yeah, position. That's what Ranieri's doing anyway. That's why he's got seven and seven in the league. That's what Ranieri. That's that. That's what Ranieri's in the tinker man, of course. Um, let's get to his goal. Was he gone again? Yeah, that was a connection. Your internet sucks, man. Yeah, seriously, yeah. Anyway, no, you can you can you can get Virgin. Yeah. Any internet fan you can get, of course. We don't support any of them. It's usually, usually does. <laughs> 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 Crazy that. 
Yeah, got it. Just the quality keeps dropping really badly at the minute. All right, cool. So, yeah, Vardy's goal. Dink's keeper. And uh, he used his pace to get... Who's the defender that tried to get back there? Hunger. Was it Hanger? Oh, Hanger, God. Yeah. God, Hanger. That's a poor pass, isn't it? But yeah, can we not? Like, we know that. Alright. That's not winning top bins today, though. It's my Sigmund, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. You'll be there. Don't worry. But you, you won't win. The fucking work in the Cool, cool. That's good. Yes, it's not this weekend, man, by default. Okay. Let's get to uh, Norwich West Brom. Oh, jeez. <laughs> if you heard that, then you know he's going to win top bins tonight. Let's get to Norwich West Brom. We'll, we'll get over this because. Boy. Yeah. Yeah. Rondo scored a header. Really good there you header. Go. Good header, yeah. No return trouble because the keeper's in goals. Salomon Rondo. I mean, they're going down, right? Yeah. The Norwich and Bournemouth the best out player for the championship. That's what I'm saying. So, Newcastle, Sunday, or Villa, who's going down with that? Uh, uh, those two. The two promoted teams in Villa are going to go down. Okay, cool, cool. So, yeah. Good header from uh, Rondo. We'll get to uh, Sunday now. If you're a West Brom fan or a Norwich fan, sorry, but your team your team sucks. So, yeah. Also, gonna... I don't from listening to various radio stations. Mm. West Brom fans are happy with the way West Brom play, so I don't think they even that bothered that you skip and know it's in trouble anyway. Yeah, you're playing Chris Brunt left back, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So let's get to Sunday now. Should we do the derby first? I think we have to do the derby. I think wait, the Manchester derby we have less to say. No, yeah. we, let's, let's, let, let Craig do his thing. Let's let Craig do his thing. All right. Craig, you, you're there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, eventually. Sun- trying to sort out the net on my end. It's, it's on our end, don't worry about it. Sunderland. Oh, well, that's a bit on. <laughs> <laughs> Sunderland 3, Newcastle 0. Johnson scored a penalty. Uh, Jones on. Am I. Uh, Am um, I allowed to say what I think of Adam Johnson without it being libelous? We'll cover you. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, <laughs> we'll just say allegedly well, after every season. <laughs> well, it's just, you know, Adam Johnson is an alleged pedo. Um, there you go, yeah. <laughs> that's about it. <laughs> I think he allegedly met a girl in a nightclub and allegedly went back to his. And we'll find out the results of his trial next few months, but that is my... Thoughts on the alleged incident. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds about right. Thank you, yeah, thank you. I think I, think I covered that. I think we're <laughs> safe, guys. Yeah, we're safe. Thank you very much for that. Let's get to the game, though. So, Newcastle were in control for the first half. New, that was one of the best Newcastle performances I've seen this season. We looked so calm, so in control. Mm. And it was just... And then that 30 seconds where... The referee decided to make himself the star. Who was the referee this match? Um, Bobby Madley. Bob, oh, Bob Madley. All right. Something else. I thought it might have been Dean. He likes to be in this, the star in these oh, shows. Right. Right. Anyway, back to Newcastle. Um, yeah, so was it a penalty? Um, Policini's absolutely. If On the other side of Wijnaldum. Yeah, yeah. That one, that's a yes as well. Because people seem to cross over the fact that Lee Catamull handballed Reginald not on, and then threw his arm out, stopping him in the box. Then 20 seconds later, had to four players in Stephen Fletcher. Colicini decides to be a total fucking liability and turns <laughs> an 18-yard box into his own personal mosh pit. <laughs> <laughs> oh 
Oh, jeez. Yeah, so... Um, <laughs> Johnson scores a penalty from there. And second half performance... It, I mean, confidence... We were still better with 10 men. Yeah, oh, he got sent off, didn't he? Yeah, oh, Jesus. he got sent off. Craig, which, what, what do you think which about... Which has now been rescinded as well. Yeah. Craig, what do you think about Ayadai saying that um, after a team getting a penalty, that should be enough of a, uh, a punishment, that a red card shouldn't have to follow him? Could you, Daz, could you move the microphone a bit closer? I can barely hear that question. Um, what do you think about Ayadai saying that after a team concedes a penalty, that the defender should get sent off? I don't know if he is enough of a punishment. Nah, with the way Sam Allardyce used to set his teams up, anyone who can, he'd be down with nine men half the time. Yeah. If, he, if he's going off the bases of basically if you commit a foul, you deserve a red card. And all that fucking fat went to his brain. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. It was a, it was a yellow card. The prof- a professional foul is when you deny a goal scoring opportunity. It's got nothing about last man. It's got nothing about any of that shit. Rob Elliott was coming out to cover that. I don't think it was a goal-scoring opportunity because, as I said, the keeper had that covered. Colaccini just decided to be an utter liability. He's done that on several occasions the last couple of years. He got sent off against QPR two seasons ago when we were in a relegation fight. He got sent off against Liverpool a few years ago when Suarez had him in his pocket. He got sent off last season against Everton when we were 2-0 down. And now we got sent off in the derby. And I think... For him being one of the best centre-halves I've seen in a Newcastle shirt in his first few seasons. The bloke's head isn't in it. He's a fucking liability. That's, that's my rant on Colaccini. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love the bloke, but he needs to go. He and Bemba is twice the centre-half he is at half the age, apparently. Apparently. What do you think about Jamal Lascelles and Carl Darlow not getting a kick of the ball? Um, Darlow's injured at the minute. He's got a broken ankle, I believe. Um, Lascelles, from what I got off by off Reddit, to put it bluntly, because like, I don't follow Nottingham Forest, um, he apparently decided to put on a load of weight and like bulk up as a centre-half, but he lost his pace and ended up getting dropped out of McLaren's Forest team towards the end of last season. So, plus, he looked absolutely garbage in pre-season when he played, because obviously Colaccini was out and was we had a centre half pair of Williamson and uh, Lascelles for pre season. So I'm sorry. I think the defence, well, centre halves especially, are a massive issue. Uh, so, yeah, so Jones gets on the score sheet. Terrible uh, defender on that one. Can't, can't, can't defend that one. Yeah. And uh, Fletcher, and the, on the 86 minutes, rounds it up. Eunice Cabal had the confidence to go for it. It's one of the funniest things. A beautiful first time. First time, Chris. No, I'm, I'm not like overly enthusiastic about that either. So, <laughs> but the fact the fact is, we uh, we got caught on the break, and it was a team that actually tried in that derby, which is something I've not been used to in like the last four or five. It's just I would rather we get beat three 0 and try than you know just to go out with a whimper. At 1 0 with a penalty, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I am going to say this one thing, but that Eunice Kabul assist was genuinely one of the funniest things I've seen in football for such a It was, Just you know, ob- objectively, it was an excellent assist, but so objectively, he's a filthy Mac and Bastard and he had no right to play. <laughs> <laughs> um, great, great. Yep. What's your honest take on Steve McLaren at the helm? Oh, boy. Here we go. On the what? What's your take on Steve McLaren as your manager? Uh, he said judge him after 10 games um, 
In our 10 games in, we're second bottom. One league win that happened last week. Um, and we've conceded 22 goals in that time. Yeah. It's... I think... I think the results belie the performances. Well, this is our third red card this season already. Like, there's, so that's three matches that we've had red cards. We've played Chelsea, we've played Man City. We've played Arsenal as well, I think. And, like, I think... Yeah, we've had a very tough start of the season. And the matches where we should have won... We've had Jan Mack get sent off. We've had Mitrovic get sent off. Yeah. We've had Colaccini get sent off. It's it's un, I think it's misrepresentative of how we've actually played. Um, with your team being so young, um, do you just think that this is a bad match? Do you think you've got enough characters in the squad to pull the young players out? Teori, Chetiori should be Newcastle captain. Was there a couple of years, I think a season ago where Colaccini was out injured. Teori had the armband and he was an absolute revelation. He wasn't getting booked in the first five minutes like he usually was and was actually leading them. I think we've got Yamat, Dal Yamat from La- uh, his emergence as a leader in Newcastle. But um, And I think Mitrovic, his, his bloke's an absolute psychopath. Like, if he doesn't motivate the young ones to absolute fear, then, you know, it'll be like the village effect. It's like that man has probably seen war crimes go on and he <laughs> Like it's, it's not going to end well. <laughs> and, and, got, and they still got some so-called Sissoko is not a leader. Not a leader. I wouldn't necessarily say a leader, but I think more of a... I think he's a fair-weather player. player. Best, yeah. he's, 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 he's good going forward, but defensively he's awful. He, he also hasn't got the heart for a fight. Yeah. Like, he's a bit of a coward. When we flirted with relegation the last two seasons, he's been nowhere to be seen. Yeah. But when the going was good, like his debut... A few years ago, like hit the match that followed, like Norwich last season, like last week. Sorry, when we're on form, Suzuki is like the pinnacle of the team. When Newcastle are awful, we're down to ten men because Suzuki is awful. Yeah. Well, um, how long? How long has um Ayose got left before he leaves? Who? Who has? How long? Who has left? Sorry, Suzuki. Perez. Perez. Oh, Ayose. Oh God. Uh, I'd like to think we'll keep him, but let's be honest, he's twenty. Twenty-two. And he just looks head and shoulders above all the like half the team. Like the question's not like when he goes, but who he goes to. Spurs, mate. He stinks of Spurs. <laughs> he stinks of Spurs. Yeah. Like. What about thirty million? Probably. You'd be lucky. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say. Yeah, but we're also the thing that managed to get thirty-five million for Andy Carroll. So true. That is yeah, true. You, you do know the logic behind that, right? Because they said that when we sell Torres, yeah, when we sell Torres, this is what we'll pay. But yeah, yeah, it was all part of Torres' deal, which went for fifty. That's still crap. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll pay fifty million less for what he goes for. What kind of logic is that? <laughs> all right, so that's garbage for you. Let's go back. Just one, one last question for you. Let's go back. Where did it all go wrong? Because oh god, two thousand and. Five, you were challenged. Runner, you were challenging for top four. Since then, you've been relegated, yeah. and it's all just—it's all seemed to go wrong. How did that go? Why did that go wrong? It's—it's it's part of the parcel of being Newcastle, of Newcastle fan. It, you just—you will get no glory. There isn't any. We haven't won a domestic trophy for sixty years now. Yeah. Like my, uh, my dad used to tell us that he didn't think Newcastle would win a trophy in his lifetime, and now, um. 23 years old, now I'm starting to accept that. 
Like, aye, it's just going to be in the last 60 years. We're not going to win anything. Um, I think we, we pulled in leads. We gave big contracts to shit players. We lost... When we lost Robbie Robson, like, at the managerial, like... Yeah. Capacity, not the life one, you know. Um, yeah. That was another big sign. Once we started giving contracts to shit players and shit managers, Allardyce, I'm looking at you here... Um, <laughs> It was a downward spiral. When Mike actually took over, he saved the club from going under. But at the cost of putting that fucking hideous Sports Direct sign literally everywhere you can see it. And now it's just to the point where he has sucked the soul out of the club. And it's genuinely just not not able to be a Newcastle fan. There's no passion anymore. I was mentioning to you, Darren, a couple weeks ago. When was I was trying to think of the last time it was just really great to be a Newcastle fan. And I can't remember. Jesus Christ. Genuinely. Would you say, the last time. Would you say you're too young to remember the entertainers here? With Keegan and Rob Lee and Philippe Albert? I, I, I wish we could go back to the entertainers. It's just... Right now, we've changed from a team that will... Spend whatever they can to make the fans happy. To save whatever they can to make Mike Ashley happy. It's went about be it's went from being about the fifty thousand fans to the one man in charge because he bought this club. Let's be realistic by by mistake because he didn't look at the books when he bought it and realised that we were actually in shit ton of debt. So he stable he stabilised uh, like the club, but at the at the cost of just all and <laughs> all the enthusiasm in supporting it. Mm. Um. Yeah. So. That was our new <laughs> That was our new <laughs> Gone. Oh, can I ask one more question? One more question. Yeah, of course. Before we move on. Uh, we're a bit past the time. But do you agree with... I know I've spoken to you a little bit before, but how much truth do you think there is in the Gary Neville hypothesis of Northern football in general being in the decline about, um, despite the Manchester clubs and somewhat Liverpool clubs um, because of the money being more south of the, of the country and like, with that being where the hotbeds of football tend to be at the moment I, I think it's I don't think it's as bad as what Gary Neville would have made out I think there would have just been a lot of sensationalism in the headline but it's hard to argue against it like you said it if you said it yourself um, 10 years ago Newcastle were challenging for Champions League Sunderland were Let's be real, I said they were Sunderland, but <laughs> they were stable. Yeah. Like, yeah. They were stable in the Premier League. Middlesbrough were in the Premier League. Leeds were in the Premier League. Uh, uh, Leeds, Leeds are a complete joke now. I've got that clown Steve Evans as my... Like, it, it's, it's hard to disagree. The only, the only Northern clubs that are still really great are the ones that have consistently had the money ploughed into them, whether it be via American owners... Like such as the Glazers or like or FSG for Liverpool in the like the Sheikhs for Man City. Yeah. They've lit those three clubs literally have relied on billionaires to keep them relevant and everything else has just fell by the wayside. Okay. That's that's the Newcastle uh, segment of the way. I thought you might have got a bit more angry there. You were very controlled. <laughs> well, because we didn't really talk well the Dolly Dodge, that was a I can probably get riled. 
if I had the if I had the time, but <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. Um, so just oh no, no I've, I I do have one issue. Gone. The uh, the red card being rescinded. Yeah. But Newcastle then being charged with failure to control their players. That. <laughs> That, don't, don't you get don't you get uh, um, that automatically for six footings? That's it's just that is just the FA trying to protect someone who's made a massive fuck up. Like the FA went fair enough, it wasn't a red card. Thought about it and go, uh, shit, it looks like we've just hung our ref out to dry. We've got to punish them somewhere. So they've concocted that because let's be honest, if one of your boys gets sent off. Like, without fair justification, you're not going to be too happy about it. Mm. It's like, it's everywhere I can see is just McLaren blasts Bobby Madley, slams referee, because he fucked up. He wasn't ready for that derby. And as I, as anyone who can watch that match, Newcastle were in control that match. And even if it was 1 0 with 11 men, we probably would have still went on to win. It's just that referee was fucking incompetent. How many. Check the opening committed two fouls in the opening 10 minutes and got a yellow card. Lee Catamore committed five fouls, including injuring Jack Colback and pretty much jabbing his knee into Perez's back as he jumped. And he got fuck all. It was a massive inconsistency that just absolutely ruined the match. Not that some of the fans are going to care because they've now got six in the fucking row. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, um. Darren, we met at university. Do you want to know a nice little fact? The last time I saw Newcastle win a derby, I got my A-level results, I've went to uni, I've got my degree. (laughs) Gents, the list goes on. I have moved back up home in Newcastle. I have gotten a job, worked there for a year, worked my way into management, and Newcastle still won't have had a derby win before March. Oh, oh, no. The last Derby win I saw was in 2011. No. The next Derby is in 2016. That's five fucking years. The Newcastle fans are deluded. Newcastle fans are deluded when they ask for a team that fucking tries. I, I, I really don't know There's, if we can... Supporting Newcastle is nothing but pain these days. Oh, Jesus. I really don't know if we can top that in terms of Newcastle segment. Yeah, let's, yeah. <laughs> no, you can, well, you can always go to Arsenal and Arsenal and Napoleon. Ooh, okay. Ooh. Let's, let's, let's not go there. All right. Um, so let's, let's go to uh, Bournemouth Tottenham. In that time, in those five, five year period, Bournemouth have gone from, was it League Two all the way to Premiership? Yeah. Looks like they're going back down to the Championship though. Yeah. Because they lost 5 1 at home to Tottenham. Arthur Bournemouth should be recognised. <laughs> Because my god, it was ridiculous. Oh my god! Um, so they, like, they, they just look like a team now that just weren't ready for the Premier League. Mm. Like that's all I can say. Or whether it be their staff, whether it be their players, they just didn't look ready. Yes. Um, they're just paying the price for it now. That's two five ones about. Yeah. Richie scored in the first minute. Everybody. He won't say. He'll go. Yeah. We'll find the team in Premier League. Forty-seven seconds. It's been the quickest goal in the Premier League so far. Yeah. Everybody thought Bournemouth. Oh shit, Bournemouth here might have a chance. No. But uh, then uh, Tottenham would be a team that they it would be the nightmare team for um, Bournemouth to play against. Let me tell you what: the only time Tottenham have ever been outrun this year in the Premier League was Liverpool's first game 
against um, them with the other cop on the hill. You manage your effect, the, the way he wants to play, etc. But no team in the league has outright outworked Spurs. After coming from a painful loss of a load of errors against City, that's the team that Bournemouth had to face. They didn't have a chance to be completely honest. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm just happy for Harry Kane to get amongst the goals. <sighs> that's great. Yeah. Awful. Piss poor, yeah, completely. Just, yeah, that's all I'm saying. In, in, in the case of Spurs, it's just every time they lock the ball, they press very, very quickly and the ball back. They're using that counter pressure thing that me and you were talking about uh, for this uh, Sunday. Or yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, you know, they'll uh, get the ball back with a pass because if they've got their shape back, won the ball back, <clears> and yeah, Ericsson's pulling strings for Bants in midfield. Um, <laughs> pulling strings for Bants. <laughs> is, is that what a pundit would really say? <laughs> Um, what's his name? Dembele. Dembele has really, form. really started to mess with us. Castle Form. Um, Once again, I was once fault again. Yeah, no, it was, it was. But the whole performance was complete for Spurs. Anyway. It was yeah. easy. They didn't have to try too hard, but they weren't sloppy. In fact, that's usually what Spurs do. When they find a team that's not the best, they tend to slip up when they shouldn't. This team's not slipping up. Maybe it's because they see Chelsea in 15, they're like, oh. Then we can okay. finally move up one spot. It would be really interesting oh. to see if Harry Kane moves on from here and his form just keeps on going up our first time. This is their chance. This is I'm just going to say this. I'm not going to say much on the Tottenham game. I'm just going to say if there's any time that they want to get to four, it's right now. Yeah. Now, if they allow another team to beat them to top four once again, that's it. Like, I, I will not talk about Tottenham ever again. They would sack much teamers. They would sack much teamers. No, seriously. Because this... I already said it. Chelsea are sinking right now. They are not getting the top four. That top four is up for grabs. That's between West. For me, it's West Ham, Liverpool, Tottenham. Those are my teams. Southampton? Oh no! No, no. Oh hell no! Oh, oh hell no! They have to go some crazy. Hell no! For them two. I'm telling you right now. Liverpool, Liverpool, Tottenham, West Ham. Tottenham should be getting out of there because they've got a better team. Yeah, they have Harry Kane. If Harry Kane can show anything from last season. With that team that they have, they should be getting top four without that. What makes prediction? If Harry Kane scores 15 goals, they'll get top four. 110. 110. So he got three this game, so he's he's on four, he's on the way. Four on yeah. Finding his places, but Eriksson putting balls on a bit for him. They yeah. Need to, they definitely need to feed him more because they need to get the best out of this guy because this guy's been catfish. Yeah. All <laughs> season. So. Catfish, indeed. Um. So yeah. So. Highlights from that game. Boric was an absolute mess. Kane did well to eat. Some great instinct, of course. Yeah. Not bashing him this week. It's a decent, so good, good performance. Uh, Dembele and Lamella got on this score sheet as well. <coughs> so good overall performance, for especially away from home. Even though it was Bournemouth, Bournemouth yeah. definitely going down though. Yeah, like, there's no definites, but they are very, 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 very convincing, and I would not be surprised. But um, this is. But the thing is, with Spurs, they they they'll fall away around March. I hope not. March, Arsenal will do them in the derby, and it will spark off a massive spiral in form. It it just. The derby, derby soon as well. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Look, sorry, the 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 second one. Yeah. But yeah. it's it it's tradition. Tottenham will think they're finally going to be Arsenal. They'll not, and then just the usual. Yeah, take the lead, get pop five, and then they'll get more consolation, and they'll be back to again. <laughs> Rinse and repeat. <laughs> Two teams that uh, may also get relegated. 
Manchester City and Man United. Look at this guy. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, mate, you're so funny. I am, aren't I? That game, though. Cool. All right, you know, let's not act like there was... Let's speak in the details. Let's speak in the details. Details? There were no details. There are no details, bro. <laughs> Nobody scored. <laughs> Both teams had one <laughs> shot on target. You're going to at least say that Jesse Lingard hit the crossbar. Yeah. All right, Jesse Lingard hit the crossbar. <laughs> <laughs> the one good thing I've got to say about Ray Knight, which isn't even really just about this match, Ray Knight still kept the cabbie product on the bench or starting um, since the 1937. Still to this day, we carried that on. Um, it just shows how how much, even though we, we spend a lot of money, you know, we still do really focus on bringing up our own talent. And it's good to see Jesse Lingard come off the bench. He actually started Van Gaal's first game. Um, you would have started no more games exactly so um, it's good for him um, oh, more, more. Marshall was just amazing isn't it that's it yeah um, I think for me it's one of them games and I think I'm going to have a little bit of a debate here I'm not sure if I'm going to I'm not sure if I'm, I'm going to have a debate but I just want to say it um, <laughs> we mentioned it really yeah we're going to mention we're going to get to that in a second I'm just going to talk about this first, mainly about the game is that it was, a, it was a very good game to watch for me personally as a football fan. I like, I like watching games as a draw. I didn't like it. Personally, after watching that game, I really thought about it and saw how we can see it actually work without the two main attacking players, which was um, Sergio Aguero and um, David Silva. I I think Nicholas ultimately had his best game in Manchester City's shirt that game. At the same time, I really do think there was an opportunity for us once again to really put our foot down on this title race. And that's happened on four occasions now. In the game against Newcastle and the game against... Swansea, Swansea. the demolition that we got wiped away by Arsenal. I have to say it like that. Because that was yeah. And now this game, and now this game against City, those are four games where we could have actually won that game if we played our A game. But then that's and I personally believe that. And but for me, the main situation, if you look at the stats of Rooney, fifty percent pass completion, zero shots created, zero shots on target, zero shots basically in the up. No, you should there you go, got blocked. Was it fifty five percent pass? Fifty percent. I was going that ain't going to make a difference because it's still next to the years My main point is, I just think it's a situation now where I'm looking at this guy and I understand a lot of people saying that no one that's there to replace him, blah, 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 but you're 300k. You're free, you are being paid 300k. Now I'm talking about the amount of money you're getting spent. And we know what you can do. We've seen it for the last 10 years. And you're trying to tell me that this guy should still be in the start of Atlanta. I understand that he's the captain. I do understand that. But even that, you're going to take him off. I'll tell you this. To not take him off. If the pie was on form, really would have a much better time keeping his face because Marshall would then go with That's the where the issue is. But because, because the pie or Young or we have got a left winger who's really doing it at the moment. So we're having to put the pie out wide and match on the other wing to put. That, that's what's the Everything to, based around his Everything based around this whole formation and this whole system we play, the starting level we play, it all has to compensate around the captain. It is. It's, and. That's my issue. I'm just thinking there has to be some games where honestly we cannot impact the game the way he has. It is any place I've put Rooney on the pitch right now. Lads, I've got I've got a sentence about Rooney that I I've worked out a few seasons a few days ago. Um, the only reason Wayne Rooney has beaten Bobby Charlton's England goal and scoring record is because he has been against utterly shit teams and he debuted when he was 18. (laughs) So honestly. Honestly, just think about it. He's England's all-time goal scorer, right? There's a difference between Bobby Charlton's record, yeah, and the record that was just broken by Rooney. 
Bobby Charlton was scoring goals in the World Cup right, in the World Cup finals. In the, in the knockout stage. Rooney, Rooney scored yeah. hat-tricks against Andorra. Wayne Rooney has scored. <laughs> yeah. Wayne Rooney, in, in the, in, if I can come up correct, in between people World Cup 2006, Euro 2008, World Cup 2010, Euro 2012. Even, wait, wait, let me, let me check back. Did he even make the Euros in 2008? Yeah? We get to Euro 2012 and the World Cup of last year. He's only scored one goal in them in them competitions. He's not really had a good only scored one goal in that competition. He has not. In, when it comes to qualifiers, this guy's an absolute beast. He's scoring two goals. He's scoring three goals against Latvia. And, because he's and against Latvian pig farmers. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely ridiculous. And for me, I'm just thinking. I said it before in the, in the, one of the first weeks of the podcast when I came as a guest, and I said it before. This guy has not scored over 20 goals in the last three years. Yeah. You're earning 300k. This guy has let go of Falcao, Ruben Van Persie, um, Javier Hernandez, Dimitar Berbatov, Carlos Tevez. Oh, shit. Yeah. All these strikers that have been on this team, I'm going to understand where I'm coming from. All these strikers that have been on this team that can literally easily in their sleep average 20 in a season, yeah, have left for you to be compensated to not be the captain of this team and you still can't score another goal. I'm going to tell you this, bro. I do not, I do not believe for one minute that this has not been noticed by Lee Van Gaal. Lee Van Gaal, in my head, honestly, I genuinely believe this is his last he's chance this season. Him in his head already. That's what I'm saying. I genuinely believe it. It's a weekend before the derby we kicked off. Brigade, we went over now forever. Is that show was and the thing is, and the thing as well, the main thing is Van Howard never wanted him to play up front. Because he doesn't necessarily see him as a striker anymore. And my issue is this. is the same fact that Rooney now playing striker, yeah? You allowed all these strikers to go so you could be accommodated as the main striker in your role. Yet you still can't score double... He finished last season with 14 goals. 14. 300k was finishing with 14 goals. (laughs) Per week. Do you you understand what I'm saying right now? It's absolutely ridiculous. I get what you mean. I get what you mean. I said yeah. it, and I, and I think I remember I said this to you when we were at um, our friend's house the other day. I said this to you. I said, listen, if Rooney cannot lead this team to a Premier League title or even to silverware this season, I'm telling you right now, this is last season. Oh, yeah, I agree. I said it. I'm I being, agree. And I'm being dead. You see, I know how Van Howe is. I've learned enough from the way he does with big, big time players, yeah? He's already saying, what's he been already saying? He said two things. He said that Rooney ain't going to be my number nine forever. Who's going to be the next time to be my United? Chris Ford, he's right, come cool. out and said it. Cool. If Rooney does not lead this team to silverware this season, he's gone, or he's going to be lying on the bench. Because I'm not going to, I can't as a fan here, be able to be satisfied with watching another season of Gaddis in the 300k doing captains for me. Also, when you see Marshall just do bits, just for whatever, for whatever he's got, this is where my that's what makes it difficult. This, this is where my issue is, because I, I'm not going to, I'm not, it's not about defending Rooney, just... My disappointment is no one has come out into the team for, to say to step up and be the best. This, this, the this is why I said earlier, if the pie was on form, if Rudy's place in the team would know where he'd No, 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 no. I still don't think he would have dropped him this year, but no. he would have moved him into like... Yeah, but I'll talk about the problem as a striker. Can I also highlight something? Can I also highlight something? In the 11-10 years that Rooney's been at Manchester United, he's only been the main leading striker in two of those seasons. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah? But the reason why is because there's always been a player that's been better than him to play in that main role. you got Tevez, yeah? You had Vanistro, right? And obviously Vanistro was leaving. Then you have Bernardo. Bernardo became the more focal point of that attack in that sense. Then you have Ruben Van Persie to the point where he was benched. 
I believe Ferguson saw this. And now I'm not saying that because a lot of people are going in the sense of, oh, we need to play this, we need to play this. For me, it's about your impact on the pitch because I know that you can do a whole lot more on the pitch than just score. Yeah. That's my issue. He ain't doing nothing. And do you want to start a really problem as well? The issue about him is that he likes, when he's supposed to, when he plays a striker, he, he likes to come back and get two way touches on the ball. Last season, I can't count how many times when he played as a striker, he dropped back and obviously, we didn't have midfielders that would run past him. We still don't have that now. Once or twice that run past the striker and say, you know what, I'm going to go and get a goal for you. So, the problem with him is that if you have Martial up front, who stays forward, he will get goals from He's already proven that every time he started up front, he's got goals. So, you know, apart from this, uh, CSK and then even he's got a header up What he has to do is, um, if, he, if anything now, if Rooney's not going to get the goals and no one's stepping up, he's going to keep playing Rooney really up front. I don't agree. And with it's going to become worse because how are we going to be able to progress in some of the most in some of the important games that are going to if we're going to, there's going to be three points in the game that we're going to need and then Rooney still can't be affected to score goals. I'm not about scoring goals. The guy is more than a goal scorer. He right. makes a difference. He, can, he used to be able to beat a man. He used to be able to pick a pass. If you saw some of the passes that he was doing oh, against Manchester City, some of the first touches. The one where he crossed it from the halfway line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh my god. He used to do that. He used to do that week in, week out. And my issue is my issue is I'm talking about his overall impact in the pitch is completely diminished. Yes, yes. This and it hasn't been and I'm not saying it like it just happened yesterday. This has been happening all season. And this was happening at times of last season as well. When Manchester United went on that collapse, yeah, or when Man United went on that run, we beat Man City, we beat Tottenham, we beat Liverpool, we beat Aston Villa in that five game winning streak. Rooney was nowhere to be seen in that, in that winning streak, mate. He weren't nowhere to be seen. He's not scoring this week. He only scored against Aston Villa. No, he's he scored against Tottenham too, but what else? Oh, no, that's not no, that was this season. That was this season. I'm talking about last season. I'm talking, season, about, in terms season, of I'm talking about this season. I'm talking about in terms of his overall impact. I have not seen it yet. This season, he scored against. Not against Villa. No, he scored against Villa. He's scored against Tottenham last season. He's scored against Tottenham last season. He scored against Liverpool. He didn't score against Liverpool. He didn't score against Liverpool. You just okay, go against Liverpool, whatever. Matter scores the two goals. You just go against Man City. I can tell you who the score goals that scored in them in that one. So what Liverpool game I think of when he scored when he scored that tapping? You're talking about the home leg was getting three 0 Yeah, what last season? Is that last at season? Old Trafford. At Old Trafford. Last time. Where you played against midfield. I was just wondering because I, that, I, remember yeah. that, I remember that one. One of the end things for me, I, I look at and when you look at a player like Martial and how talented he is and how he can literally do a job on the left wing as well he can do it in the centre and do it on the right. I can see a situation where if the player does decide to show form. They can interchange with each other and play on different sides of the pitch and can be more effective. That's the problem. But if Rooney cannot bring any kind of, I'm telling you, the only success of this team for this team to be great this season to do anything is on Rooney. And if Rooney ain't gonna show up, then you have to bench him. The thing is, you're slagging Rooney off, and he's off still what second in the league. It's a nice problem to have. Speaking as someone who's 19th in the Premier League, you know. <laughs> 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 I think, wow, I wish, I wish all my players were Wayne Rooney. <laughs> I, I think he's vastly overrated, but you know. No, it is. I think, I think it's all. Of you, you guys are literally talking the football equivalent of first world problems here. <laughs> no, it is. I think, I think, I think his uh, most of our frustration is just on the basis of um, we've seen what Rooney is capable of. Also, what this and team now that could do. And now right. that you're captain, more than ever, you should step up, but he's not stepping up. But this is why I feel he has to come back into the midfield position because. If anything, 
you're not gonna have Ada Herrera or Bata be dropped out of the team because really. No, Bata is gonna be. Bata and Ayaka, they're both better number ten than Rudy are though. Yeah, but he won't drop him though, will he? So we have to we have to go through that conundrum at the moment. Probably next season. Even. Until he until he stops buying into the football philosophy and the copyright oh. Louis Van Gaal. Oh god. My final point is uh, my main frustration is this. Chelsea I've, oh, I've been saying it over at this podcast. Chelsea are out of the equation. And if there's any time for Man United to really even try and mount any kind of title challenge, whatever it may be, he has to either be effective or just get off the team. I, I, I'm not stressing right now just because we're two points off, but let's just see how it goes. Yeah, let's see how it goes. Let's get to the final game, of course. Liverpool, Southampton, finished 1 1. That was that game was always going to be a draw. Always going to be a draw. Ah, uh, listen, yeah, I was in the barbershop getting this fresh trim, yeah? Fresh trim? Let me see what happened, yeah? I was, looking, I was watching the game, and then I saw Ben Tickers could have got out. And by the way, when I put this guy Ben Tickers. Yes. That yeah, header. That header was sumptuous. Nice word. Sumptuous. It was so beautifully done, yeah? But the but when they scored that goal and I saw the whole the whole apples going crazy, young coach running, celebrating, showing his passion for the game. I was looking at say, you're so good at draw. <laughs> <laughs> it was just that it was too good to be true for me to think your home debut after you draw your last two games, you're just gonna win like that, innit? Yeah, yeah. Nah, 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 it don't work that we make anything. No, they don't care about that. It's the fact that he sort of like told the local press to just calm yourself yeah. down in the cop. Because they're like, oh, the, the fans will be happy. He's like, this is a draw. Calm the fuck down, bro. These guys are the singing songs, songs equivalent Clock of the Cop or something like that. They're getting very excited. You know what I mean? Know. But for me, I'm just saying like this. I still don't know. I need to. What's the name of Liverpool Zona? Uh, John, John Henry. John Henry, John Henry yeah. yeah. Listen, I just speak to that guy. I don't know what kind of pitch he gave to Liverpool Cup to, to join the team. Well, you know, because I think, I think Klopp. I don't think, I don't think it was based on that. I think just based on what Liverpool are. Because Liverpool are not the powerhouse they were before, but he's always wanting to go. But the name carries a lot. Yeah, but, but, but the thing is, for me, Jurgen Klopp for that team, I'm telling you right now, I said it before, the next four years, they are going to be title contenders. Yeah, yeah. They are going to be title The only question is, how patient can the Liverpool fans be? Because if you can be with Brendan Rodgers, yeah, for three years, yeah, <laughs> you can definitely be patient with this. What? This guy deserves... Four years. That's why I said four years. Because he deserves four <laughs> years. That's why I said four years. Don't come to go back really when you're going to work with him. He deserves a six-year contract extension on principle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because, because he knows how much work he has to do with this Liverpool team. This team is going to take a while. Also, it's going to take a while. But if he can get them, like I said, if he can top Tottenham and get this team to top four, then they will be jumped. It's going to be a problem from next season than it is going to be from this season. You got, you got what I'm coming from. So... Like I said, they've drawn again. They're going to win it eventually. And Jurgen Klopp is going to get a hand of skill. I like the fact that they're playing a lot of counter-attacking. And it's showing in their game. Especially when you've got people like James Moore. You've got when um, Julian Henderson comes back. He's a guy that, that's, that has an engine. They have players on that team Every that are British. Emery Chan is playing some great football at the moment. His drives around the pitch. I'm thinking, I didn't even know the guy could drive down the pitch like that. Well, you are like the fact that he's actually put for a leader in Campbell as well. Because a man put a cam that was scoring how many assisting how many, and then you put it right mid. Brendan Rodgers. I do believe you, but the thing about this as well, Coutinho needs to step up. Coutinho, as as me and say, he's a great player for five compilation. He got the job by Brazil already. But the thing, because the thing with um, Coutinho is that Coutinho's inconsistencies are so they, they're, 
His inconsistencies are too consistent. Yeah. You get what I mean? So, <laughs> he would score 30 yard screamer. And not, we know that he's a, he can shoot from long range. That ain't an issue. But I'm talking about overall production, getting people, getting your teammates involved. You're the creative, he does, he does attacking the corner. He's not asking enough. Your job is to get your players involved. He's, he's not getting he's 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 still ain't getting fed enough. He's never got the game. You ask yourself, looking at the, the outstanding attacking players this season, would you rather have a Cortina, would you rather have a Payet or Oizu? And the Ozil, the players, the creation. People were bringing up the Coutinho and the Ozil comparison, saying that Coutinho's better than Ozil. Coutinho, Ozil shut that up this season, you know. That should never even be discussion in the first place. And I believe in Coutinho's talent. I think he was a talent from back when he was at Inter Milan. When he, you know when? Yeah, you remember yeah. that first half against Tottenham when he done bits against them yeah. and he scored four goals. I'm talking about Felipe Coutinho is a great player momentarily. His only aim, he has to get more consistent. If you don't can get this guy consistent, I don't know where Firmino's going to play. No, I think Firmino should do, Then Coutinho should get dropped and Firmino should start. Coutinho is not... He's good, but he's not the guy that grabs the game and then takes control. He's not that player. can stay healthy. If Sasha stay healthy with Firmino behind him and then Klopp sort like the rest of the team however he wants to, then there'll be trouble. They have to play two strikers. They have to play it. They will. They have to. He'll do, he'll do what he'll do what he needs right now. I'm in two minds with Liverpool now. For like on one hand, I absolutely love Jurgen Klopp. I love really him with Dortmund, I love his style of management. On the other hand, fuck Liverpool. Just you know, yeah. I really don't know where we feel, uh, where my feelings lie on that. I mean, the podcast predominantly full of my yeah times. That that opinion is gone down well, obviously. Fuck Liverpool. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Fuck Liverpool. <coughs> I'm ah, I don't have <laughs> Fuck Liverpool. Lime Street. Just fuck Liverpool. <laughs> just, yeah. Fuck Germany the airport. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Fuck Germany. Just, just fuck Carragon. Just fuck Carragon. Chill. Chill. Chill, yeah. For balance. Fuck Man United. Anyway. Fuck Arsenal. Balance, innit? Yeah. Well, pop three love matches on Wednesday, what are you saying? Fuck Newcastle, innit? Hey, chill! Mum, I've said the same thing to my friend, yeah? And he, and he doesn't play Arsenal through Man United, though. Full stop. I have to do this. Let's get to uh, next week's fixtures. First up, big game Chelsea Liverpool. <laughs> draw. No, 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 no draw. Is that Stafford Bridge? Yeah. yeah. Um, let me think real hard about this. Hey, 2-1 Liverpool. Chelsea should win it. 2-1 Liverpool. No, Chelsea should win it. Chelsea should win it. What's the score, though? 2-1 Liverpool. Yeah. I'm thinking about the starting line. 1-1. You know what? 1-1. You know what? 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 I'm not. I'm going to stick with Chelsea. I'm going right. to win 2-0, two, 2-1. Two, no, two, okay. You said 1-1. You said one, one. Um, I, I think that's going to... Mourinho seems to have lost the plot. Klopp seems to be just getting draws. I think it'll be a nil to I think it'll be a yeah. shit draw. The, the main reason why I'm saying Chelsea is because if Chelsea even want to try and try lose, try lose on Saturday, try and lose. Please. <laughs> the, the highlight, of, you, that game, the highlight they, of the game will be Chelsea, Chelsea fans singing the Steve Gerrard song. If yeah. they lose. That'll be it. But if, if they lose against Liverpool this Saturday at home, third loss at home for Jordan Mourinho, that's more than his whole team since he's been back. Yeah? If they lose six games, six losses, 
Ah, next game, next game, I'm gonna play it. Next game, West Brom, Leicester. Leicester. 2-0 Leicester. 3-0 Leicester. Vardy to continue the scoring streak. Yeah, you score two. Craig? Leicester. Vardy will probably score again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> Crystal, Crystal Palace, Man United. 3-1 Man United. See, now I'm a bit sceptical. Because if we had beat Man City... I would have easily said because um, the game against Chris Palace, but it's at Selhurst. No, yeah. I, mean, I feel like it will be good. I feel like it will be good. Depending on if you're on Kabash that shows up or not. No, I feel like it will be good. I believe Schneider has the two tools. I'll give that a free one. So, yeah. I'll give you United one now. Craig? You went uh, Old Trafford or Selhurst? Selhurst. Ooh. It'll be closer than you think. I think it'll be... Um, It'll be a narrow win either side, but genuinely they can't pass up in the season. I don't want to go against them as much as I can't stand Pardew. Yeah, he's bastard, ain't he? <laughs> uh, Man City, Norwich. Come on. 6 no City. 2 0 City. It'll be an absolute cricket score for Man City. Cricket score, yeah. yeah. Jesus Christ. Um, Swansea, Arsenal. 3-1-Arsenal-Arsenal-Arsenal-Arsenal-Arsenal-Arsenal-Arsenal-Arsenal-Arsenal-Arsenal-Arsenal-Arsenal-Arsenal-Arsenal-Arsenal-Arsenal-
Um, yeah. Tottenham Freya. Greg? Tottenham, easily. Fair enough. Uh, top bins, Michael. What bins? Top bins. Yeah. Let's do it right way. Uh, okay, Vardy, uh, Gilfie Sigurdsson, and because I'm doing not off the top of my head, I can't think of anybody else. Oh, Giroud, because of the Ozil assist. You've just automatically... Giroud, because of the Ozil assist. You've just automatically like, disqualified him from the series. <laughs> I know you're going to go, so I just mentioned it. Go on. Who's the top of his Gilfie Sigurdsson. Good free kick. He's the only bloody good goal on his Yeah, the four weekend. Oh, Abdi as well, I guess. Skip his Okay. Um, and the table is as follows, if I can get it up on the phone. Watch this guy say Arsenal drink first. All I know is that oh, West Ham have got bad vertigo at the moment. Yeah. Man City are top on 22 points, as are Arsenal on 22 points. You're boring. <laughs> West Ham having a bit of a nosebleed on third. Manchester United are the fourth team in the top four. Leicester fifth. Spurs sixth. Uh, Crystal Palace, Southampton, Liverpool and West Brom are seventh, eighth, ninth, and tenth. Everton eleventh. Swansea twelfth. Watford, Stoke and Chelsea still fifteenth. Uh, Stoke fourteenth and Watford thirteenth. 16th and 17th are Norwich and Bournemouth. And the bottom three are Sunderland, Newcastle and Aston Villa. Michael, where can they find us? <laughs> At least we're not bottom. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, where can they find us? Where can they find us? Okay, uh, freemidfield.com. Uh, Soundcast as freemidfield. And Twitter, free in midfield. I think I need to do a quick plug. That's all right. Go on, sir. Champion. Um, follow at blog. Because my girlfriend is now pressuring me to plug it. Hi, Beto. Listen, huh? Um, there's Hello. Facebook, just Nerd Pit. We're nominated for a Northeast Blogger Music Award. Congratulations. Cool. Um, yeah, just if there's anyone listening that fancies nerdy shit, music shit, we're awesome for it, basically. Um, are you going to follow me back, are What's that? Are you going to follow me back? I, I already have followed you. I followed you boys today. Oh, right. I'm not here, you know. Yeah, where's the respect? <laughs> <laughs> um, All right, cool, cool. You want to plug anything, Derek? Chelsea 15. Good lads. Just on that This has been another episode of the Premium Pool Podcast. Good night. Ah.